Hey, y'all, hey. And welcome to another episode of Leslie Said What? I am super excited to be here as always. And I'm super excited that you all are here joining me tonight. Um, So if you are here, make sure as always, you say hello in the comments. Um, And also feel free to like make a comment, join the conversation. Okay, guys, like I want to know that you're here and that you're participating. And I'm not talking to myself. That's just that's just nice, you know, just to say hello. Um, that's something my mom always told us, you know, make sure you speak, always speak. So if y'all in here, speak up. Um, anyway, so again, I am super excited to be here tonight. And for those of you who um, missed it last week, what I am doing these, uh, I don't even know how long, a couple Mondays, a few Mondays, maybe several Mondays, who knows, I am um, going through and pulling the tea or just a little bit of tea out the Bible. And what I mean by tea is y'all know how like there's always like the juicy stuff, right? The scandalous stuff. And you know, when somebody's like, girl, spill the tea, girl, spill the tea. It's always something that's like juicy, okay? And something to know. Well, that's what we're pulling out of the Bible because my purpose in doing that is to help people understand that they are not alone in their struggles. They're not alone in the things that they've been through, that the things that they've been through aren't new, that it's things that were in the Bible from times past until now. So I want people to be encouraged and to understand that you're never too nasty, you're never too messed up, you're never too nothing to come to Jesus. So that's the whole point in me getting the tea or pulling the tea, pouring the tea from the Bible these last few or couple episodes, okay? So, like I always say, feel free to join the conversation. Um, And like I always tell people, um, I I want you to feel free, feel comfortable, share whatever. This is a safe space. Um, But again, so tonight I won't be spilling the tea, but I'll be pouring the tea. Because when you spill tea, okay, when people usually are saying, spill the tea, girl, they want you to be reckless and trifling and irresponsibly telling you to tea. But in my situation, I'm pouring the tea because, you know, when you pour something, you pour with purpose. Okay. There's a reason for it. Right. But if you spill something, it's reckless. And so that's not my point. Okay. So I'm pouring the tea tonight. All right. So last week, uh, the tea that I spilled was about, um, some chicks and baby mama drama in the Bible. Legit, that's what we talked about last week. So that is a thing, all right? And so I wanted anybody who has, like, struggled with that or deals with that to know you're not alone. It ain't new, boo. It's been since the Bible days. And so what we're going to talk about tonight is prostitutes. Hoochie mamas. Hookers. Whatever you want to call them. Whoremongers. You know, whatever. Uh, We're going to talk about that. And so in the Bible, there were prostitutes with purpose, okay? And I'm not going to say prostitutes for a purpose, because if you think about it, if I said they were prostitutes for a purpose, that means that they were intentionally supposed to be prostitutes, and that was God's ordained thing for them. Nah, bro, nah, bro. You can't just say, girl, I'm called to be prostitute. I'm called to be prostitute. No, that's not a thing. So I'm not going to say they were prostitutes for a purpose. They were prostitutes that had a purpose. (laughs) So God took their situation, they're messed up, and made it positive, okay? So as I always say from last week, so I guess it ain't always, but this is what I did last week. I created a little introduction for my tea segment. Here we go. 
It's cute, ain't it? It's cute. Y'all know it's cute. So, girl, let me get ready to tell you the tea. Let me get ready to pour the tea, okay? Let me get ready to pour the tea, you know, so I got to make sure I put my scarf on and be ready to pour y'all some tea. Oh, Lord, tea. I done got my pigtails today, so it's not going to really stay on it like it should. Oh, Lord, bless it, Jesus. All right. Anyways, you get the point, right? We're pouring tea, okay? We got the tea, and we're ready today to pour some tea. All right, so what we're going to talk about is two prostitutes that stick out. So Rahab is probably one you've heard often, okay? And what Rahab did, y'all, is Joshua, before taking the Israelites into the promised land, okay, Joshua had to send some spies to be like, look, I'm going to need y'all to go check this out first. And so when he sent the spies in, they came across Rahab, which is a home of a prostitute. Well, Rahab is a prostitute, and so they came to her house. And, you know, so they were trying to escape, like, to get away from the people who were trying to obviously spot them as spies. And so Rahab was like, you know, come into my house, come into my house or whatever. So she, once they came into her house, she hid them. So when the people came to take them or look for them, she lied for them and said they weren't there. And then she helped them to escape. And in helping them to escape, they were like, look, girl, because you did that, we got you. So as long as you keep our secret, we got you. So God used her, okay? A, a prostitute, a harlot, whatever you want to call her. God used her as an instrument to help Joshua to get the Israelites into the promised land. Like, big deal, y'all. Big deal. Big deal. Anyway, so yes, she was, you know, like they say, don't despise meager beginnings. So yeah, her beginnings was a little bit nasty, right? As a harlot, as a prostitute. It was a bit nasty. The things that she probably had did, done, whatever. And so she was messed up, but not too messed up for God. And not only, y'all, not only did Rahab help, okay? Not only did she help the spies, but let me tell you what happened. So did y'all know when Ruth, remember Ruth, you know the book of Ruth, right? And y'all know how everybody be like, oh, Boaz, Boaz, you know, Ruth's husband, Boaz. And so Boaz was Rahab's son, okay? We'll get into more of that in another day, but legit. So Rahab was used for something amazing. She, God just turned her life around for good. You know, yeah, her beginnings, people probably talked about like, oh, mm, God using her, God using her, but he can. That's the whole point I want to get across. He can use you despite whatever it is you've been through, whatever it is you're going through, no matter what you think, he can and he will forgive and redeem. Okay. So let me show you real quick. So in case you need a scripture reference, so you know that I'm being legit. Rahab, if you want to look it up, this is the, the, the scripture reference right here, right? To prove what I'm talking about. So God can use anybody. Like I said, these these two prostitutes that we're going to talk about is prostitutes that had a purpose. Not for a purpose, had a purpose. <laughs> okay. Now, that was Rahab. Okay. Did good. Praise God. Whatever. Now, you know that saying, you can't make a whole housewife? Ask Gomer. Okay. Because sure enough, Jose, the prophet, God told Jose, you go get Gomer. Mm -hmm. And she was oh, she was oh, and, and then Goma went and got her. I mean, not Goma went and got her. Jose went and got her, and then she became a housewife. So you can make a whole housewife. 
You can, you can. Don't let nobody knock you and what your goals are, what your dreams are, what you feel your purpose is and what God has called you. You want to be a, have a man and have a house and, and have a family? You do that. You do that. Um, I'm just playing with you. But in all seriousness, not to make light of the word, that is not the point of this segment, is not to make light of these people of the Bible, not to make light of the the word of God, but it's honestly just to make it so that you can see that it's relatable, not to make light of the word, but to make the word relatable. And so you can see that it doesn't matter, like I said, how messed up you are, how bad you think you messed up. God still wants you, boo. He still wants you. That's the best part about it. So Gomer and Jose won. All right. Uh, God had told Jose to go get his wife, Gomer, from amongst, you know, as the whoremongers or whatever. And then he did and he got her. And this is supposed to be a reference or a metaphor for God and the people. Okay. And God's people and how they kept messing up. They kept cheating on God. But God kept forgiving them. So that's what this whole parallel is. It's bomb.com. You should read it. I'm just saying you should read it. Um, so, yeah. So Rahab, Gomer, two prime examples of people who were considered messed up or trifling or whatever else that God was like, girl, that don't matter. I got you, boo. I'm going to make you bomb.com in the back. I'm going to make you bomb.com. So, again, it doesn't matter what you're going through, what you did, how you've been, what you're doing. I can't say it enough. God forgives, God heals, God redeems, and he can make you great. Make you great. Use you for a great purpose. Okay? Now, these are only going to be short segments for these next couple of weeks. That way I get you, you get a little bit, and then we move on. Because I don't want you just to take it from me. I want you to go and look it up. Look up Rahab. Talk about how, look at how Rahab did, like we just talked about. What Gomer did. Do what you got to do to get some knowledge on this, because I want you to see, you can't mess up enough, boo. You can't mess up. can't mess up too much. Now, next week, we'll talk about tricky women. We're going to talk about some women that did some trifling stuff up in the Bible. So that's going to be next week. So tune in next week, okay? I got you. I got you. I got you. A really short segment, but a really important one. Y'all take care.